E3 brought us a look at plenty of new games like Halo Infinite, as well as a quick glimpse of Breath of the Wild 2. But alas, there's still no word of a new Nintendo Switch. Let's break down all the big announcements for the big video game show. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining us to discuss all the news and highlights from E3 is CNET reporter and gaming expert Oscar Gonzalez. Welcome, Oscar. Thank you for uh, letting me on, be on this show. So the Nintendo Direct event just wrapped up. Uh, let's break down some of those big announcements. Unfortunately, I think a lot of us were expecting some new hardware, a new Switch that did not come out. Uh, why don't you run through some of the big announcements we did get? Sure. The, obviously, the the big one uh, was the was news of a new Metroid game, uh, Metroid Dread, actually coming out later this year. It has uh, 3D models, but it's on a 2D uh, gameplay. So it's like the original Metroid. So it, the reason why it's such a big deal is that the Metroid series has been really dormant for quite a while. And there was Metroid Prime 4 that is in development, but it seems like it's been in development forever. So that the Metroid Dread, big news, that one just made the whole internet erupt. Uh, there was also a new Mario Party shown. That was that was always a, uh, a gimme that that was about to happen. A return was WarioWare. WarioWare get it together. Uh, that was a big hit on the portable uh, portable Nintendo devices, where it's just tons of mini games that last like five seconds, and you got to move like you got to pick your nose, you got to do this, you got to do that. <laughs> It's it's a crazy game, but it's 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 really beloved because it's just so frantic. And so I, I wanted to talk about the the last and, and the way Nintendo kind of pulled this off because it was basically forty minutes of a lot of these announcements. Nothing huge. I mean, Metro, like you said, Metroid Droid was probably the the biggest thing. And then at the very end, at the very end, they dropped some details on Zelda and specifically Breath of the Wild two. We actually got a little bit of gameplay, and for and unfortunately, we got. Uh, release date or roughly state of next year at least we think right they were very tentative saying hey 2022 we should maybe possibly have it out <laughs> uh it's and it's the way nintendo goes especially when it comes to the zelda series uh famously the 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 creator miyamoto said said way back when hey it's gonna come out it's better to for us to take our time to make a great game than to rush it Right, right. I don't just for our listeners. I mean, if you could describe a little bit of what we saw. I mean, it was. I guess there was some gameplay footage. Right, we actually saw legit, not just cutscenes or anything like that. Right. Right. So, uh, Breath of the Wild is 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 Zelda open world game. So the, the whole idea is that you can literally just go everywhere. The big difference with Breath of the Wild too, as they they show uh, in the clip, is that you are now more well. You're taking to the sky. So there's, I guess. Uh, sky dungeons and sky castles that you are going to have to travel to. And obviously, we don't know exactly how Lake is going to do that, but there is a lot of him flying up and there's a lot of him free falling down. So uh, whatever the story is behind that, that, that it's going to incorporate both the land and the air, which are sort of the two aspects that have always been with the Zelda games, where that there's always something in the sky that you have to mm-hmm. That's right. There's there's a there's a Skyward Sword remake coming out later this year. Uh, one thing, as I mentioned before, we didn't get what I think a lot of folks were looking for was a new version of the Switch, whether it's the Switch Two or Switch Pro, however you want to call it. There was just a lot of rumor and a lot of expectations for Nintendo to announce something. 
but we got nothing. And I'm just curious if you think that, you know, we actually will see anything this year or if this is really more of a 2022 or like we won't see anything at all. It's hard to say with Nintendo since they kind of run at their own pace. Uh, the the sort of scuttlebutt is that they are they didn't announce it because they're going through the same chip shortages as everyone else is right now. So maybe when that uh, when that problem uh, it goes away, then they'll make the announcements. It, it's it's up in the air because they may wait for the holiday season to for anyone that's saying, "Hey, you want to buy PlayStation Five or an a- Xbox Series X? Did you know the Switch Pro is coming in March? That could happen." Right, right. Well, let's switch gears from Nintendo because it wasn't just about them. Uh, we want to talk about Xbox as well. They had a big showing. I know they they showed off some additional footage of Halo Infinite, a game that you know they had previously shown. Uh, got a lot of backlash for, had to delay. What are your thoughts on on well, Halo Infinite and some of the Xbox news? Halo Infinite just looked almost, I want to say infinitely better, but it looked a lot better. <laughs> right. Because uh, that was the big, big backlash last year when they first showed off Halo Infinite, where it just looked like a 360 game. It, it was very outdated. Mm-hmm. So now it looks a lot better. And uh, it, it's it should be uh, up to par with the other Halo games. So that's the, everybody, all the Halo fans are breathing a sigh of relief that that that, that the Halo <laughs> Infinite is back. Uh, the the other big announcement was Starfield. So uh, hmm. Microsoft famously bought out Bethesda, which was a huge publisher. They bought them out, so they have all these Bethesda games uh, who are known for the Fallout and the Elder Scrolls series. And Starfield is this new space RPG. That it's going to be bigger and it's going to be just going to be huge space RPG that has been hyped up for years. And there was official date announced November 11, 2022. And uh, mm-hmm. a bit of gameplay shown. Uh, well, not even gameplay, just a quick cinematic. So there's still a lot of information we don't know about Starfield yet. But that should be coming uh, should be coming over the course of several months. And obviously next E3, they'll probably show way more. Right. What were some other big names? Because big games that showed up. Because E three has span has been going on the last couple of days now. So we've had a number of big titles pop up, or at least glimpses of big titles. What have we seen? What are some of the games that should be on people's radar? The arguably the the title that was the first big splash was Eld, Elden Ring. Uh, that's coming from from the, from from software, the company behind uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. They worked in tandem with George R. R. Martin, who developed these uh, characters in this story. Both of them together, it is a highly anticipated game because it combines this Dark Souls gameplay that is very beloved, and a, all this all this you know creativity from George R. R. Martin that was first shown on on, uh, on Friday, it, and again, it just blew everyone away. Um, so that was a big hit. That's what, what, when is that coming out? Uh, January twenty twenty two. Okay. Um, the Ubisoft events that that showed a few more games. Their their big reveal was that they're making an Avatar game, which, <laughs> I mean, it seems it it, it, it seems timely, but it kind of doesn't in a way. I mean, Avatar two is supposed to be coming out very soon, but we still don't know. So, uh, but that was still like a head scratcher, but also looks kind of cool. <laughs> um. And in, um, you know, in general, the, 
Microsoft that had a few more bigger titles that really caught a lot of people's attention. Forza Horizon 5, racing game based in Metsuko, Stalker 2, uh, where it's a uh, it's a, a zombie game based in Chernobyl, um, and uh, a uh, a fun game, uh, a fun bit that was shown was uh, for anyone that's uh, <laughs> that uh, that remembers the joke about the Xbox Series X looking like a refrigerator. Well, Microsoft is going to bring out the Xbox Mini fridge. <laughs> that was um, it's surprising. A lot of people are going to be excited. Are excited about that because it's a little Xbox that has that is a refrigerator. So uh, it, it's uh, coming out the holiday season. We don't know the price. I'm sure we're going to have a review of it based on how well it does. It's a refrigerator. Well, hopefully, it's not affected by the chip shortage, and we'll actually be able to buy one of these mini fridges. Um, <laughs> you know, I want to talk. You, you mentioned a number of these games and. The fact that 2022 seems to be a common release date. You know, we talked about that with Breath of the Wild, with Starfield, Elden Ring. I'm curious how much of an impact last year's pandemic and the fact that folks were forced to, to work from home, you know, had an effect on the video game industry and like how we're really just now seeing the impact of that situation. Right. Well, if, if people remember last year, the, the Last of Us 2 that was released, uh, a lot of that footage was released early because uh, Naughty Dog, the developer, had to go remote due to the pandemic. So I think because of that, and obviously the the whole logistics of having 200, 300 developers, instead of working in one building, now work from wherever, uh, that it just made everyone cautious and everything take more time. So yeah, this E3 is definitely not the biggest show um, around uh, of previous years, but it's kind of expected. Uh, Another thing is that usually the first year of a console life cycle is kind of the weakest year. Mm. And there's, there's just so many companies that are still not wanting to go all in with the new consoles, so they still dipping their toes in the old consoles, and because of that, some the 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 software that's being worked on, the games are being worked on, they take a little bit longer. Uh, so it, it that the first year is just never a great year for games, anyways. Right. Combined with the pandemic, um, so yeah, the C three showing not the strongest. But it was also not the typical year for E3. Absolutely. And, you know, looking at some of the the games we saw and some of the news we saw, I'm curious if there are any, I guess, wildcard announcements, um, you know, things you saw from E3 that might have been flown under the radar a bit that might be a bigger deal once, you know, they launch or or later on as, you know, as we see this this lack of, you know, heavy hitting titles coming out. There, I mean, there, there are a few titles that could be a uh, bigger deal when they come out. Uh, you know, I'm thinking like Re- uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, that was a multiplayer Rainbow Six game, and that could be like a a really uh, the Rainbow Six Siege was a huge hit that has been that has lasted for years. So that itself could also be another. Uh, another big game. Um, the the uh, Sea of Thieves, they revealed that uh, they're going to incorporate Jack Sparrow into the Pirates of the Caribbean. So since that game is on Game Pass 
and you're incorporating this very notable character and this very notable series, that could all of a sudden be a bigger hit than it is now. Um, and in general, I mean, you know, the big thing that, that people kind of started realizing is that Game Pass from, for the Xbox is such a big deal. Uh, the games that are coming forward, it, it's like, hey, by the way, you you know, we're going to give you all these games that we showed. They showed, I think, uh, 30 games, and I think 27 of them were are going to be on Game Pass, which is a huge deal. Uh, so that itself is going to be just ridiculous uh, when uh, people are going to get all these huge big games that are going to be for a monthly subscription of $15 a month. Uh, so that's going to be nuts. Uh, there, there were some other titles here and there that uh, that different fans were were excited for. I mean, that Game and Watch from Nintendo, right? I mean, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, if there's anything that says stocking stuff, <laughs> a Game and Watch with four, well, three classic Zelda games and one little Game and Watch game. I mean, we we're, we laughed at it. But we all, I think we all kind of said, you know what, I could play. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. It tugs at your nostalgic you know, heartstrings. And, like, I, I, I totally get that, like, why you'd want one. I just lastly, you know, we talked about Nintendo. We talked about Microsoft and, and some PC games. We didn't talk about Sony because Sony skipped out of E3 again. So what's up with that? Why, why are they continuously no-showing this event? Yeah, well, with Sony, the idea, the idea by them, and also EA, that was another mm, company that's right. that, that didn't show all their games, but they did show some games via other presentations. The big one being Battlefield twenty forty two. Right. But in the case of both of them, they're they're very big on like, hey, we want to do it our time. EA already announced in July they're going to have EA Play, so expect more Battlefield and some more um, some more uh, stuff to be shown there. In the case of Sony, they're also, hey, we want to do it in our time. We've been making really great presentations on our uh, uh, via the way we want to. So we are going to do it on our own, and you're going to watch it because we're Sony. We have the PlayStation <laughs> and we have great games. So, yes, you're going to watch whatever we're going to do, and you're going to watch it more than you are going with everything else. Uh, as for when Sony will do that, it's up in the air. It could be pretty soon to kind of take the thunder away from everybody else um, because we don't know what's really happening for the holiday season from Sony. And that's the, they want to try to, that's the whole reason for E3 to come happening in the summer is to get people amped up for the holiday period to say, oh, okay, I'm going to set us set aside some money for these Sony games and not these Nintendo games or vice versa. All right. Well, there's obviously still a lot to come. Oscar, thanks for your time. You can check out our E3 coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>